0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel
1: and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick-cut, tastes-like-a-touchdown-in-your-mouth bacon?
3: You must be talking about Wright brand bacon, Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it
2: comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick-cut, hand-trimmed, and real would smoke real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know
0: our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Friday, Dan and the Danette, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Spent a lot of time in the first hour talking about the Washington Redskins situation after the Washington Post article dropped yesterday afternoon. We'll check in with Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. Inside the bubble, seems like there are a few people agreeing with Chris that the Portland Trailblazers could be a sneaky, dangerous team once the restart happens. No. I'm being serious. (laughs) Mannix may get something right here. Because he said he's got the Blazers and the Sixers in the NBA Finals. So we'll talk to Chris. And then uh, we'll lighten the mood coming up in the final hour. We'll talk to Kevin from The Office. He's Brian Baumgartner, a friend of the show. He's got a podcast, The Oral History of The Office. And uh, he will set the record straight. Did Jim from The Office wear a hairpiece during one season of The Office? You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. Jim, I'm told, had a hairpiece one of the seasons in the office because he was filming a movie. So we'll talk to uh, Kevin about that. Big accusation. Yes, it is. Well, especially when it comes to hair. But I'm very serious about hair. And uh, I can tell if you're painting it and if you have a wig on. Uh, So we'll we'll talk to uh, Kevin from the office. He'll join us uh, coming up. A poll question, McLovin. Did we even settle on one for the first time? Yeah, we did not. Okay. I,
4: I picked up a backroom debate. They were talking NBA off my left-handed poll question, which nobody cared about. Uh, which left-handed guy are you most curious about? Ben Simmons, uh, James Harden, or Zion? Who is the face of the NBA if you take LeBron out? LeBron, the current GOAT, forget him. Is it James Harden, Giannis, or Zion Williamson? Or maybe Steph Curry, is an altered? Is Luka in there, too? I don't I don't think so. I don't know. Do you think Luka is the face of the NBA? No. Uh Durant, uh, I guess the older guys were not really putting them in this
2: poll. Yeah, pulling. I think Steph Curry was one A as the face of the NBA to everybody, especially young people until, you know, he got hurt and the Warriors went away. But there was a while there where the only people my kids knew were LeBron James and Steph Curry.
0: But I also think this was only one year without Steph Curry, even less than one year. And he'll be back and the Warriors are going to be back. And the Warriors are going to have the number one overall pick. The Warriors are going to be, you know, could be the team to beat next season. So Steph Curry would go right back to being one of those faces. I think there's a a precipitous drop off, though, from LeBron to who is the next face. We don't know much about the Greek freak, like his personality. Seems like a pretty quiet guy. I know 60 Minutes did a profile on him a while ago. And it basically was, this is where he came from, came over here, and he kind of fits in with Milwaukee as far as the city. Uh, Trying to think who else. James Harden, we don't know much about. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, we don't know much about. Yeah, Mclemmon.
4: But there's something about Harden, though, um, that is different. He just seems to draw attention.
0: I think the beard, if he didn't have the beard, um, so you have the beard and the style of play and the fact that he doesn't have a conscience. um, No, I'm talking about on the court. I don't know about off the court. But I think we can all sort of relate to Harden that he's a gunner, but then there are other things that we can't relate to. Steph Curry we can relate to. Anybody who's played basketball can relate to Steph Curry. I can't relate to LeBron James or the Greek Freak. Steph Curry, I can. You don't have to be able to jump out of the gym. Be exceptionally athletic, quick. He just is a great shooter. Now, he's more than that. But I think it's, it's, if you're going to be the face, it, it also helps that we look at you and we put you on a pedestal or you're relatable or we like you. Uh, you know, Jordan was just different uh, because he was a marketing genius, with Nike, and 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 he became more than just a basketball player. But when he did play, we were still fascinated by what we saw. But you throw in everything there, this confluence of everything he was doing on the court and off the court, and there was a true fascination, even though we never knew Michael Jordan. And we still don't know Michael Jordan. But it feels like we know a little bit more about LeBron and Steph Curry. Uh, Luka, we don't know much about. Harden, we don't know much about. Greek Freak, we don't. Uh, Kawhi, we certainly don't know. So, I'd probably say Steph Curry is the face of the NBA, even though he's not playing right now. Zion's pretty close, though. I would say Zion. Yeah, well, with Steph, if Steph Curry was playing now, would you still say Zion? But he, I
4: just looked it up. He's already thirty-two. Well,
0: if if I give him three more years. Because what he does is not predicated on being a great jumper. I mean, it, it's still it's he's never going to lose that shot. Never. Like when we go to the Final Four, we shoot around with Reggie Miller. Reggie's 50, and, and Reggie shoots as well, if not better, than three-fourths of the NBA right now. That shot will never leave him. Uh, the question is, how good will that team be around him, with him? And that'll keep him relevant. Yeah, McLevin.
4: You no, know, who gets a lot of attention lately is Damian Lillard. Not that he's a face of
0: the NBA. He seems to have a, a hot streak going personality-wise. He's a lot of fun. And he's not afraid. And he plays for the Blazers as we come full circle here. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, the Bucks, just tested positive for uh, COVID-19. Here's a stat that, uh, of course, Ethan, our stat guy, gave to me. If you include the uh, 2019 2020 season, Eric Bledsoe has averaged at least 15 points and at least five assists a game in seven consecutive seasons. Here is the list of players who have done that average at least 15 and five in seven consecutive seasons Eric Bledsoe, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul and lebron james stat of the day stat of the day bah, bah. stat of the day stat of the day here comes that what stat of the day bah. once again my thanks to ethan our stat guy for providing me with that information Yes, McClellan. Real useful stat, by the way. It tells you a lot about Eric Bledsoe's game. No, the fact that he's in that short group there. If I said, hey, what does Eric Bledsoe have in common with LeBron, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, and James Harden? You'd never know Seven consecutive seasons, at least fifteen and five. But
4: that's the problem with pure stats, guys. All us Bucks fans know that Bledsoe's <laughs> inconsistent shooting is doomed the team. It literally cost him the playoffs last year.
0: Yeah, that uh, he can hurt you, he can help you, and he can hurt you. He's playing well this year, though.
4: Mm. Before the before the pandemic, so. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, one of the more controversial aspects of the NBA bubble in Orlando is the uh, violation hotline. It's the snitch hotline. It's the violation hotline. If a player sees somebody breaking a rule, he's supposed to call it in. A few players have already spoken out against it. And uh, reportedly, the hotline has been used a few times. Dwight Howard said he got busted for not wearing a mask. So it's still early with this uh, snitch line. It'll be a lot more important once the playoffs start. You know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing Dwight Howard didn't have a mask on. Teams and individuals, are they going to be above using the hotline to get a competitive advantage? We're going to find out. But if this was the NFL, that hotline would be lighting up all the time. Teams report on each other all the time. You know, the injury report list, they're always doing that. Yes, Eden? You know, you're going to find out if that hotline is really anonymous, too. Because
3: if, like, you have a game coming up against the Lakers and you're like, hey, uh, we got five reports that LeBron was out last night, you know, and it's anonymous... You have no way of knowing who's Mm. sending
0: that in, or do you? But are they recording this? Mm. Is it just like operators are standing by, like the time life, or when you're ordering Sports Illustrated subscription? How may I direct your call, please? Uh, 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 I'm hearing Dwight Howard is uh, not wearing a mask. Uh, Okay. Thank you. Noted. (laughs) But I'm waiting for the (laughs) audio to come out of this. Now somebody's voice is going to be on there. Are you going to disguise the voice? Um, I'm
1: hearing that Dwight Howard is not wearing a mask. Yes, Todd. But they're not going to just take someone's word for it anyway. If you're trying to get somebody in trouble to get an advantage and get make somebody miss an upcoming game, I would think they would have to do some kind of investigating. And if for some reason you're caught false reporting somebody, you should get punished the other way.
0: Well, you could check se- security tapes. Like if you are out publicly, that's when somebody's going to bust you. And at Disney World, I'm sure they got cameras everywhere on everybody.
2: Yeah, Paul. But I think the narc phone should be right in the middle narc of the lobby, phone. like that, like the house phone at hotels. You know, you go to a hotel, and you the house phone, the narc phone should have a light on it. And you do it, and you 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 take your chances. You stand there, whatever time of day.
0: Narc phone, yes, McLevin.
4: Did you see yesterday the NBA was sending warnings about bringing people in and answering for food service with your clothes on and stuff? Oh, yeah. So things are already clearly happening, don't you think?
0: Um, That one caught my eye. So I saw this uh, Malika Andrews of the Mothership. Uh, She said, the league sent out a memo, which was obtained by ESPN, to teams reminding them of campus rules, including wearing face coverings, slash mask dressing appropriately when receiving room service and going through a mandatory educational session on campus rules the second one kind of stands out a little bit there uh room service oh i'm sorry forgot to get dressed yes Todd.
1: what's the big kick out of uh, being naked when you're opening the door like you you know- no, I, I, I put a, i'll put a towel on. i've never opened the door absolutely naked i've had you know i'll be I'll, you cover yourself up you know whether Pud. you're well endowed or not whatever you're trying to show off to whoever may be opening the door there i know there's stories in the locker room that get a kick out of uh, intimidating reporters of yeah. but like why like, what's the pleasure of doing that why do you why is that amusing to open the door and not have a pair of shorts or sweatpants you on? tell me I'm saying I've never answered the door completely naked. I'm, no, I'm,
0: but you would have a towel on.
1: Yeah, but is that what they're talking That's about? That's improper. They would make a big deal about if a guy was just wearing a towel, Todd. that would be offensive to someone bringing up a room service?
0: Todd, would you walk into a restaurant with a towel on?
1: I think a restaurant and room service is a very different thing. It's a hotel room versus... It's still a business transaction. I, guess. I, I, if I someone, guess. If someone's upset <laughs> bring up room service whatever, and someone's just you, is, is wearing a, like a, a towel... I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to protect you from you. I know you're being serious and I'm going to protect you from you. You shouldn't be commenting on this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, do, do you, you shouldn't talk.
2: Do you think when Adam Silver was getting his uh, law degree at the University of Chicago, one of the most prestigious schools in America, he's thinking someday I'm going to have to write a memo about NBA players wearing clothes when they get takeout... When they uh, have room service.
3: yeah. Okay, fellas, uh, there's a couple of items here to address. <laughs> um, real quick, we want to make sure that we're on time for practice every day. Wear a mask. Uh, let's make wear a mask. Let's socially distance. Be sure to don't touch your face. Uh, wash your hands regularly. Yeah. Um, hey, just make sure that you're fully clothed when you answer the door at your hotel room. And uh, we've got tacos for lunch today. <laughs> okay. All right. See you any, later, guys. Thanks.
0: Any That's questions? Great. Okay, let's <laughs> ready break. <laughs> any questions? <laughs> Yeah. There are people called exhibitionists, Todd. That's why that's what happens sometimes.
1: I know, but like there's exhibitionists and then that's that's what you hear like on the news, maybe some creepy guys walking around a street. But if you're a, a professional athlete, you would you would think maybe you would know a little better than that as opposed to some creepy guy in the bushes that hopes, you know, that someone's yes, gonna cut naked.
4: This is not defending him, I mean, but I always did find the uh the nudity in NBA locker rooms the most unusual thing ever. Like that you were there that press has always had to cover naked NBA players without even like any controversy. Like, that's been going on for centuries, right? Or, yeah. It's,
0: but well, I don't know. Different centuries. Not centuries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Back centuries. to the Roman Empire, Nike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those guys never had clothes on in the Roman Empire. But yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Tell Andrew's damaged right now. <laughs> yeah. Running back through some memories. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, <laughs> baseball coming up, uh, NBA at the end of the month. Uh, anything else needs to be brought up here? Oh, no? We good? Yeah, I
1: still don't get it. Yeah, I know. My turkey it, club's it, coming. How great is it going to be when I open the door naked? No, this talk, is, I have to do that. Talk.
0: I'll talk to you privately about this, but you should understand. Going to the door when room service comes in and you have a towel on is inappropriate. Uh, a
1: robe? Sweatpants? Yeah, that would be better.
0: Yeah, but you, you can't... Uh, I,
1: I'm, I'm referring the, to someone that, that's wearing just socks that's naked. As opposed to... No, you, know, no, you could talk about layers nobody of Nobody sent
5: right.
4: Yes, McLovin. Random question. Do you guys order room service when we're on the road? Because I feel like Todd's the only guy that does that. Out of us.
0: Well, Todd does
3: takeout.
1: Yeah, I rarely do room service. I'll go get the food. You know, I, I don't have them really delivering much.
3: Yes, yeah, I'll do room service. Sometimes for sure at the super bowl i i do room service if like if we're at a place and it, it, we get up earlier and then i get home and it's for lunch or something i know i'm going to take a nap i'll have a bite to eat and yeah. go to sleep
0: when we go to la yeah
2: i'll do room service um do you you're supposed to just leave it out there yeah do you yeah. call anybody when i don't order a lot of room service by leave it out there you mean uh, yeah like not like Todd does. That's <laughs> when you put the tray, you leave the tray outside Outside your door, right? Outside
0: Correct. your door. Do you call anybody or is it just someone's I just it? leave it there. They always say call us, but I, I just leave it there. Yeah, I leave it. Yeah. Have you ever walked by to see what somebody had room service wise? <laughs> you always take a peek. <laughs> like I would say like, oh, two bottles of champagne or oh. Oh, they didn't even finish the wings. <laughs> Why do you need nine ketchups? That's always the worst part is when you
3: order some drinks and they're like, "Okay, do you need two glasses for that?" Oh no, no.
0: <laughs> just one. <laughs>
3: just one. Oh, bottle. Okay, you oh, need two by glasses? yourself.
0: No, just one. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were wondering about the situation with the Washington Redskins, and the Washington Post have been working on this for two years. But the timing of this, though, I find interesting. And if you're FedEx. Because what happens is you're going to get somebody's attention, a billionaire's attention when it has to do with money. And if you have a 25 year partnership and you got, what, five more years of this sponsorship with FedEx, if FedEx wanted an out and to look good, even better to say, hey, we bailed on this franchise here. You could save money and you could improve your brand, I would think, because you're going to get a lot of publicity saying, we don't want to be involved in this toxic culture with the Redskins. But does Daniel Snyder do an interview? And I don't think he does. And if I'm Daniel Snyder, I wouldn't. Because unless he has this buttoned up of what he can say, he can make this worse quickly. And Mark Cuban is used to doing interviews. When he had his issues with, you know, inside the Mavericks organization, he got out in front of it, but he is polished at doing interviews. I don't know if Daniel Snyder is polished, but, and he's out of the country. You know, Fritzy did reach out to uh, Daniel Snyder's office and uh, he wasn't available. Who said no quicker? The commissioner's office or Daniel
1: Snyder's office. It was very close. I'd say the uh, Washington NFL team, maybe a little bit quicker, Okay, but, the, but they both got back to us in a very timely fashion, even though it wasn't the desired result. A
0: timely us. fashion. Yeah. I always love a timely fashion when somebody says no.
1: Well, Paulie always loves it when they give the excuse oh. they're out of the country because technology ends once you go <laughs> out of the United States. There's nothing. nothing well, no, work.
0: Paulie will always do this when, when we're trying to get somebody and we think, okay, now's the time this person should be talking. They say not available. And then Pauly will go, like not available forever. Oh, so we'll call you the next time this the pandemic. Happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I do get a little crazed. I tell Todd, like, tell him we're available twenty four hours a day. Dan will sit in the studio twenty four hours a day waiting to tape. Now are they unavailable? Yeah. Todd's like, I can't send. Yeah, it he either. just
1: can't do that. He can't do oh, any time yeah. from the history of time yeah. from now forever. <laughs> He'll never be available to take seven minutes to talk to that.
2: But, but really bothers me. We'll get like a, a junior college coach. His team will score 137 points in a football game. And like, coach, uh, can't do it Monday, maybe in a week or two. Like, we're not going to call a junior college in Tulsa again to check on how the league is going. Your team scored 137 points in a football game. That's why we want to have you on.
0: I remember we were trying to get Ricky Fowler on because, you know, I mean, Ricky Fowler is popular and he had, he had a big win. Maybe the players championship and and maybe it's his first win. And and he was unavailable. And then Paulie's like, oh, "Okay, great. We'll we'll go. We'll get uh, to you the next time you have your first win on tour."
2: <laughs> yeah, Paul. I'll say it. Dustin Johnson drives me crazy, and and his people at the golfer. That guy does no interviews. He's one of the more popular, not popular. He's not a good interview. Well,
0: I think that's why he doesn't do interviews. But we
2: said that about Brooks Kepka four years ago. He was never doing interviews. We tried and tried, and then he became a superstar golfer. Now he's getting really good with the media. He's getting really comfortable oh, with his own skin.
0: I like Brooks Koepka. He's becoming he's, a superstar. He's honest.
2: And Dustin Johnson's been really good at golf for a long time, but he's not a star because he doesn't talk. He's just not polished.
0: That's it. He's just not a good interview. And I and I think it probably is best that he doesn't do interviews. You know, there Ricky should do interviews. Because Ricky's got all these sponsors and he seems like he has a great personality and he's friends with Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and they hang out together. And, th- you know, that would be somebody that you, he could capitalize even more. But, you know, I look at Ricky Fowler the way I once did Andre Agassi. Andre Agassi, to me, it was style over substance for quite some time. You know, because remember it was about his hair and, you know, he, the way he dressed, And, you know, Nike really presented him in a way that this was a complete package. He just had to start winning. And then he became a really good, great tennis player. And then it paid off. Like, Ricky is in that same situation. It feels like he's on the verge of something. And maybe this is just who he's going to be throughout his career. But he is, we try to package athletes and, uh, or at least, you know, marketing people try to package them. And I look at Ricky the way I did Andre Agassi. But Agassi became a great Hall of Fame tennis player. All right, we'll take a break. People are agreeing with Chris Mannix that the Blazers are the sneaky team in the West. Mannix will join us from the bubble right after this in the Dan Patrick Show. The newest model is the Everyday E25 earbuds. They're from Raycon. And they started about half the price of any of the other premium wireless earbuds on the market. They sound just as good, if not better. You're going to love, that there's a lot of things here. Seamless Bluetooth pairing. You got six hours of playtime. You got more bass in there. You're going to love the nice noise-isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable, perfect for conference calls or video chats or if you're just binging a podcast here. The Raycon earbuds are both stylish, discreet. There's no dangling wires or stems there. And if you don't take my word for it, Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, just uh, some of these celebrities, some of my friends who uh, love the Raycon wireless earbuds. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com Patrick. That's buyraycon.com Patrick for 15% off. Buyraycon.com Patrick. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. As you may
6: have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like a lot. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
7: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com
5: slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards.
3: their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine and there's always new timed events that will help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies
5: there's always something fun to discover in monopoly go so get off the bench and go download it for free right now on google play or the app store game on
0: more phone calls coming up dan and the danettes dan patrick show it was two weeks ago we had chris mannix on and I wanted to know who Chris thought might win all of this, the, uh, the bubble championship. And uh, here's Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated.
8: Blazers, Sixers in
0: the finals. <laughs> well, yep. And then uh, we had Chris Haynes, who was on yesterday from TBS. Charles Barkley said yesterday, if the Blazers face the Lakers, the Blazers will advance They're all sampling Chris Mannix, who joins us now, from the bubble. Now, were you serious that the Blazers and Sixers are going to play for the championship?
8: Let's just say I was.
6: Let's
8: just go with that.
0: So you were were sort of serious about that?
8: Or that was wishful thinking? No, sort of serious, because I'm convinced that something crazy is going to happen in this postseason. I don't believe it's going to be chalk. And if you're looking for like a 1999 Knicks story, it's Portland. I mean, they've got the two guards that could win a series by themselves. And I mean, they're getting Yusuf Nurkic and Zach Collins back. So if you're looking for kind of a Cinderella tale, the only one that fits the narrative is Portland.
0: 76ers though, you like the 76ers uh, and that would be a surprise as well. But why the Sixers?
8: I think the East is more wide open than than people think. I mean, I, I've said this to you before. I, I believe the three-point shooting is going to be way down this year, and teams that rely heavily on three-point shooting um, are not going to be as effective as they were before the pandemic. And Milwaukee, uh, you know, Giannis is not a three-point shooter, but everybody else is, you know, with that group. So uh, with, with that over-reliance, I think they're a little bit more vulnerable. And I look at Philadelphia, and I love the decision Brent Brown made to move Ben Simmons to power forward. I mean, Shake Milton is not a household name, but he was playing extremely well with Simmons out before the pandemic. hit. he was shooting 50% from three in the 16 games he started this season. You move Simmons to power forward, his weaknesses as a three-point shooter are taken away. He can still run the offense. I, that to me is a, a terrific post-pandemic move by Brett Brown. So I think they're they're in the mix.
0: How's the setup in the bubble?
8: You mean like outside this door cuz I don't know. I mean,
0: when's the last it, time you were outside that door?
8: Actually outside the door? Sunday. I mean, I take it very seriously how they don't want us to leave the door. So I've been in the door frame, but I have not stepped outside the door.
0: When can you step outside?
8: I believe it's Sunday night or Monday morning whenever the 7th test comes in. You've got to have 7 consecutive negative tests. Uh, I believe I've had four up until this point with another one coming this afternoon. So I've just been behind this door. And it, it's really, I said this to somebody the other day, it's, it looks like my college dorm. I mean, it's like two unmade beds, bottled water on the floor, food packages everywhere. No girls. Like that's part of the college <laughs> work series. So
6: here's
8: what it is.
0: You're uh, you're fitting right in there. I like it. I like it. Uh, what's your biggest question mark basketball wise? When once they start playing at the end of the month,
8: I, I mean, it always comes back to the Lakers because the the, the Lakers. I, I'm very curious to see just how big an impact the Bradley Rondo losses are because you talk to some coaches and they'll say it's devastating. Avery Bradley, uh, great on ball defender. Rondo not having a great year, but Rondo's that one guy in the backcourt that LeBron just seems to trust. Like, he just always wants Rondo on the floor because, you know, he's got that playoff experience and the ball handling. And look, playoff Rondo is a real thing. There are other coaches that are like, come on. The the Lakers are LeBron and Anthony Davis. Everybody else is just kind of, you know, a supporting character. Plug a player in there, they're going to be just fine. I'm very interested to see, you know, how big an impact those two losses have especially in the first round of playoffs and especially if that first round opponent is Portland. I mean, I think Rondo beats the six to eight week timeframe to come back. He is, I don't think I've ever covered a player that plays through injury and pain as often as Rajon Rondo. Uh, But uh, if he misses that first round, I think a Portland matchup could be just really compelling.
0: We're talking to Chris Mannix, the uh, senior NBA writer from sports illustrated the uh, snitch line policy. Can you use that? Would players or team officials use it as for a competitive advantage?
8: Yeah, most of the ones I've talked to have just kind of joked about it and said, you know, yeah, I'm standing up in my hotel room with binoculars looking down to see if somebody is stepping outside uh, the quarantine area. There have been, you know, reports. I mean, Dwight Howard came out and said somebody reported him uh, for not wearing his mask uh, on campus. Uh, But I, I don't see I don't see it being employed strategically. I don't think that when the playoffs start, you're going to have, you know, Terry Stotts of the Blazers calling in on Anthony Davis, you know, report or or something along those lines. I think it's more about, uh, you know, just making sure these players are aware that these rules are in place. I mean, we've already seen two guys get dinged pretty significantly uh, because of uh, breaking quarantine and the mask wearing, I, I've been told anyway, is the most common call to that snitch line.
0: But so Dwight Howard was, was he at the pool? Was that when he was poolside with the DJ and he was the only guy there? Did the DJ snitch, do they have a recording? Like everything gets made public, like 911 calls eventually come out. I'm wondering if somebody eventually gets the voice recordings of the snitch hotline.
8: That's a great question. And I'll actually ask it. I, I haven't asked that question because they, they go to great lengths to make sure, you know, it's an anonymous line. Uh, so I, I would imagine there are not recordings, but man, if there ever were and those ever got out, oh, I know. that would be great. But great it'd, be, it'd be
0: great if Greg Popovich was disguising his voice where he, he you know, he says, uh, Hey, uh, I'm hearing that Dame Lillard is not wearing his mask.
8: <laughs> I mean, Doc Rivers kind of joked about it. He said, he's calling everybody in. He's just going to keep stitching on, <laughs> on every, every guy out there and see, well, but more often than not, like the quarantine stuff, the NBA takes seriously, right? Like they, if you step outside the boundaries, they're going to come down pretty hard on you because they've got to protect yeah. the integrity of the bubble. But the, the face mask stuff, unless you do it like 10 times, the NBA is not going to, to sit you down. Like they're just going to keep calling you and warning you and reminding you that you have to wear your mask. We were,
0: uh, we brought this up first hour. Let's take LeBron out of the equation. Who's the face of the NBA?
8: Uh, I mean, I'd probably say it's Giannis, but Giannis certainly doesn't have the charisma or that face of the NBA feeling. I mean, in fact, like, if you want to look at the next face of the NBA, let's assume, let's say for argument's sake, LeBron retired tomorrow. You might be kind of left in that void that was there when Jordan retired in the late 2000s. You remember, I mean, that was when Kobe was still pretty young. Tim Duncan was kind of the face of the league, but he wasn't face of the league, maybe material. Allen Iverson was there, but he didn't really embrace that role. I mean, there were three or four years, maybe five years, before Kobe Bryant kind of ascended into that role. I, I think we might have to wait that long for somebody to do it. I mean, maybe it's Zion, but Zion certainly isn't there yet. So I, I don't know who that, that that guy would be at this point. You assume it's Giannis because of the MVP, the possible MVP. He's going to win again, but it, it, he's not a clear-cut name like it is LeBron
0: when Zion comes back. What is the process that he has to go through?
8: I mean, this is a good question because nobody's really being specific with their answers when I ask this. Now, there are protocols in place, right, for this type of situation. Uh, If you have a medical emergency or an excuse absence, which the Pelicans have indicated, that's what this is. um, You come back and you undergo a four day uh, quarantine. But when I ask the NBA what Zion's return protocols are, they're not giving me a direct answer. The thing I I keep hearing is that the NBA needs to learn more about the specific circumstances about why Zion had to leave, which tells me that, you know, maybe they're not fully in the loop about, uh, you know, why Zion decided to leave. So it's a minimum of four, but it conceivably could be seven to 10, depending on how the NBA rules on it. What I think is really interesting, Dan, is that, I mean, Early in the season, TNT and ESPN loaded up on Pelicans games. And then Zion was out and you're like billing Drew Holiday versus LeBron James. They did it again, you know, with this return. So like if Zion winds up missing, (laughs) you know, like the first week of the season, it's, Brandon Ingram and the Pelicans versus. Whoever. I just think it's, it's kind of it's it's too bad, but it's kind of funny for those networks.
0: Uh, Ethan, who does a great job with our stats, sent me uh, some numbers that back up your Shake Milton uh, comment. Last seven games before the NBA shut down, just under twenty points, fifty-eight uh, percent shooting, sixty percent from three-point range as well. So uh, once again, Ethan doing a great job in supplying us with that stat. On what's wrong, McLovin?
4: First of all, I'm the Shake Milton guy. I'm like the world's biggest Shake Milton fan. But and now you go to Ethan. You I, didn't.
0: You di- Ethan came to me. You could have said, "Hey, by the way, Dan Mannix just mentioned Shake Milton. I'm a big Shake Milton fan. Here's some stats." But you didn't. By the way, Mannix gave us a stat. Why did Ethan Mannix He didn't give us it? exactly what Ethan did. I went
6: alone.
0: Ethan is our stats guy. Remember when McLovin used to be our stats guy, Mannix?
8: Yeah, Burloff yeah. couldn't pick Shake Milton out of a lineup, so let's establish that.
0: Um, I, have you seen the um, Steph Marbury documentary? I think it's on no. ne- Netflix.
8: Yeah, no, I mean, I've I've seen the clips for it, but it's it's probably on the to do list over the last three days in this bubble. Yeah,
0: but you have nothing to do. You're in the bubble. You should be watching some of these things. You're going to well, take I, a nap after you do this interview.
8: That's not necessarily true. I mean, I may take a nap today but I've done some stuff I've been relatively busy The Marbury
0: doing- thing is interesting because at the time remember Felipe Lopez was the big New York City legend and uh then Marbury gets drafted by Milwaukee gets traded to Minnesota for the rights to Ray Allen in a first round draft pick and if you look back what could have been with Marbury and Garnett and they were good friends and he wanted to play with Kevin Garnett, and it just never materialized. Like, I look at Marbury as what could have been, not what was, but what could have been.
8: One of the great pairings that you just never know. And you look at the way Kevin Garnett's career went in the Western Conference. I mean, a player of that kind of talent only making it to one Western Conference Finals. I mean, that that would not have been the case if Stefan Marbury was there. As, as kind of bonkers as Marbury went when he was traded to New Jersey and then Phoenix, then you know, that disastrous end in New York. I mean, he was a different type of player in Minnesota. Like, they were on the rise out there. I think there's no doubt they would have at least made it to the finals during that that era. And I, I don't know if Steph I, – I, like, I have to see the documentary. I'm not sure if he ever really regrets it or says he regrets it, but that's one of the great what-ifs. If those two guys never stayed together, would they have been able to put together – the kind of you know successful pairing that we saw so many times over.
0: But if you look at trades, the Bucks have made. So the Bucks get Ray Allen, they traded away Kareem, they traded away Dirk Nowitzki's rights for tractor trailer. Like the Bucks have been involved in some pretty historical moves uh, down through history here.
8: Yeah, that tractor trailer trade maybe not so
0: good. But I
8: mean this sort of this sort of underscores why and like you know, I mean history probably doesn't have anything to do with it, but like even if Giannis uh even if they bow out in like the second round of these playoffs, they're not trading Giannis this off season. Like it just unless he tells them flat out, no, I'm not coming back there, they're not dealing this guy because there's just simply no way you can get even close to to measurable value in return. They're rolling the dice on Giannis being a part of this team. But you
0: don't think there could be a situation like Anthony Davis in New Orleans?
8: No. I mean, I I guess anything's possible. I I don't foresee that. I mean, there were, in the years prior to Anthony Davis making that trade demand, there were plenty of rumblings about dissatisfaction with what happened there. They made the coaching change. Davis was close to Monty Williams. Uh, that year, they made the playoffs. Um, so there were, was a build-up to that. Up until this point, you know, there's been nothing but but happiness, as far as I've been told, with what Giannis feels, about they, what they've done with that organization. They've supplied him with an elite coach. They've supplied him with the kind of roster that you, you succeed with a player of that caliber. So it, it would be a pretty significant 180 in my mind for Giannis to turn around and say, you know what? I'm done here. It's time to move on.
0: But do you think that Jason Kidd can actually sell – to potential ownership of a team, hey, if you hire me as a coach, I can bring the Greek freak. Do you think that that's part of the marketing strategy of Jason Kidd to become a uh, head coach again?
8: I like Jason Kidd. If it is, and if you're an owner, I've got you know something to sell you in Brooklyn. Like that's, that's not going to happen. He's not that influential in in Giannis's life. That Giannis would make a career defining decision based on you know going back to play for a coach that he spent some some decent years with. Ah, uh, good luck
0: there. we're We're
8: praying for you. I mean, I, I don't again, Dan, I don't mind the solitude. It's the food that's a problem for me. That's becoming troubling.
0: So beer and pizza?
8: I mean, yeah, like like I, I, I'm the world's pickiest eater. I don't eat cheese on anything. I don't want mayo on anything. And if somebody puts either one of those things on something, I won't eat it overall. So, like, this morning, I, I picked out the bacon from the meal. I took the fruit cup, and I'm done. And that might be my only meal of the day. Like, I just, like, solitude's fine. I mean, you know me. I don't really like people anyway. So, like, you put, like, if you just got me, like, a pizza delivery,
0: yeah. I'd be I'd be cool here for weeks. And vice versa, by the way, about you yeah. not liking people. Just I appreciate that. Yeah, let you know. Uh, all right, Respect. good luck. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. That's uh, Chris Mannix. He's a uh, senior NBA writer, Sports illustrator. I ran out of time. I was going to ask him some boxing stuff. Oscar De La Hoya is still looking to fight somebody. I got Mike Tyson wanting to fight a shark. What the hell is going on with boxing here? Do you understand this whole Mike Tyson fighting a shark? McLevin, do you understand exactly what's going on during Shark Week with Mike Tyson? I don't, but I heard a
4: lot of people handicapping that fight uh, yes. yesterday. Yeah,
0: Paulie.
2: Don't you think that uh, Tyson and Holyfield missed their window when there was nothing going on about two months ago? Remember there was a lot of rumblings that they were going to do a quick fight? Yeah, they they would have made a couple
0: bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to see Tyson in the ring again. But
2: that window's gone now starting next week. I would I would think so. But
0: he's fighting a shark.
4: Not as if it's virtual or robotic
2: or something, right?
4: I
0: I would (laughs) I don't want to watch a virtual fight with a shark. And really, Tyson's in your level of expertise in that area. Like you're 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 the shark guy. It's Shark Week is coming up. Big yeah, week for me. Yeah, it is. Yes, Todd. But
1: can't we leave the sharks alone with the athletes? The Michael Phelps thing was a total disaster, racing a shark. Now we're going to fight a shark. Or yeah. why, why do we need to get a shark involved in our athletic endeavors all of a sudden?
0: We'll take a break. Thank you, Todd. And uh, we'll come back after this on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to expresspros.com, find the office nearest to you. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck.
6: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, the Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on max with the Bleacher Report Sports Add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com/slash Amazon Prime for details.
0: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
5: There's always something fun to discover in monopoly go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google play or the app store game on.
0: Just saw this from Bob Nightingale, USA Today, baseball reporter. The nationals have worked out protocol issues with the government players who've been exposed to COVID-19 but test negative and cleared to return, must quarantine in their residence for 14 days when not at the ballpark so they can still play, providing they follow the baseball protocols. Yeah, I didn't. I, last I read, the Yankees Nationals, their uh, opening season series was in jeopardy because of the Nationals not being able to play at their home ballpark. But uh, looks like there's some movement there. Um, according to Bob Nightingale from USA Today Alex Rodriguez and Jlo is uh, are they are they engaged is that his fiance or is that a girlfriend not
4: uh, why are you looking at me Paul he's like yeah I I don't
0: know feels like that's a fiance I think with Jlo they are
4: definitely partnered they've I taken
0: mean... the next step there but uh Alex Rodriguez came out and said that he didn't want to have a uh, salary cap if or he wants to have a salary cap. If he if he becomes owner of the Mets, then he uh, wants to have a salary cap. And I'm guessing knowing Alex Rodriguez, this has some transparency that is basically him saying to all these other owners, "Hey, you want to take my offer because I'm with you here. I'm not I'm not a former player. I'm going to be pro ownership here. We're going to have a salary cap in Major League Baseball." Even though I made a lot of money as a baseball player. We didn't have a salary cap. I had artificially inflated stats, but now we're going to have a salary cap. So please approve me and my fiance, J-Lo, to be the new owners of the New York Mets. Yes, Seaton? I have them as engaged during a romantic beach getaway
2: sometime uh, March 2019. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Paulie? Dan, if there's one wish I could have for the history of this show, I wish you could have been there when... A-Rod and J-Lo's entourage steamrolled McLovin and I. More McLovin than I, because I was standing with my back against this table. McLovin was two feet away from me. But
0: do you know that this is scarred McLovin? Yes. So if I bring up Alex Rodriguez... I've never seen him this upset. You don't like Alex Rodriguez for one reason. No, 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 no. I don't think... To Are be you honest, sure?
4: I've disliked him a long time. He had a good series <laughs> against the Phillies in 2009. I've always found him the most hypocritical of the hypocrites, because he got nailed, said he was clean, and then got nailed again.
0: Yeah, see, that's where, if you get busted once, maybe it's accidental, maybe you took something you didn't know. The second time, that's when you're out of baseball. But, you know, hey, baseball has their own rules and whatever. But the Super Bowl party, McLovin got bumped into by A-Rod's security. So A-Rod doesn't even know his security people bumped into you. No, 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 he was looking down, he was with his son. But the thing is, the security guard wasn't super
4: intimidating either. He was an older gentleman who I might have had a fair chance against.
3: Oh. except that he smashed you out of the way to the point that well, you upset I was looking with four I was just, years later. I was
4: having one of my small talk media sessions. He pushed me in the lower back. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, Wow, I could have had a free swing at this guy. Because I, I'm telling you, he was not like it wasn't like an intimidating bodyguard type. It was just some jerky guy. But did you drop F bombs? I guess him, no, they they moved on way too fast. Yes, he did, he, to, to nowhere. He did a, a
2: big WTF to, with the arms out like, let's go.
4: But they were moving at like, like some sort of presidential pace. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> like they knew what they were doing. But uh, yeah, that's, that's weird because you never would have thought that A-Rod had jerks around him like that. Yeah, don't <laughs> figure. But he actually seems fairly nice in the media. Is that sort of like, you know, I, you.
0: I don't know him. You don't know him, yeah. I mean, I saw him at the Emmy Awards a couple of years ago, and that was uncomfortable. I mean, we've had an uncomfortable relationship since he went to the Rangers. When he was with Seattle, I had a very comfortable relationship with him. Um, But when he got to the Rangers, and I did the interview with him when he was bad-mouthing Derek Jeter and his contract, and then it went south from there. And then, of course, we're up for the sports Emmy and he's the one announcing it. And we still think that he read off the wrong show <laughs> just so I wouldn't win the sports Emmy. <laughs> sort of just kidding. Hey, Rod, bring on that salary cap. One more hour to go. Only one more hour to go.
7: Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success.
3: From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug All needed. right, let's go.